Hey everybody, Max Kevin here. It's Little Kitty Podcast. It's not too long. Oh, what's going on? How you guys? How you guys doing? Did you have a cute little weekend? Did you watch football? Did you? Did you do your Christmas shopping? Only one week left. Only. Well, I don't know. What day is this? Fifteenth? Fourth? I don't even know what day it is, man. I had to look at my phone today. I was like, oh my god, was today Wednesday? And I look at my phone. I was like, oh no, it's Tuesday. It's like, oh god. I thought I was living in the future, but it's only Tuesday, you know, Mom. Yeah, I did my Christmas shopping today. Uh, you know, I uh, clicked some things on Amazon. You know, remember when? Remember when Christmas shopping, man? You had to like you load up the family. You go to the mall, right? And you walk around the mall, and like Mommy's looking for a new new leather bag, and Dad's like in the food court just eating a pretzel, just dipping in cheese. He's like, "Oh yeah, this is a good pretzel." And his fat gut just like pouring out of his polo shirt and the cheese is is falling on his polo shirt and he's like oh no i got i got nacho cheese from my my pretzel on my on my white polo shirt i guess i guess santa better bring me some bleach you know and mom comes back she's got like seven orange juliuses you know she's like oh i got i got an orange julius for each of the kids and he's like but we only got five kids why'd you get seven of them and it's like well plus us that's two and she's like but I, all right you know Remember Orange Julius? They used to, I don't know if you guys are, uh, probably probably not, you know. Uh, if you guys are younger than me, you definitely don't remember it. But um, pretty much in every single shopping mall, there was this, uh, there was this store card o- called Orange Julius, which is like a, it was like a smoothie, you know. It was before like, uh, I don't know, what, what are the smoothie, are, are, are there even any smoothie smoothie stores now smoothie brick and mortar i guess there was that one oh god what was it called what was it called i forget i don't know i feel like all those are are bad businesses you know just like yogurt stores or whatever um java juice jamba juice is that what it was jamba juice yeah there was jamba juice and uh yeah anyway so orange julius was before all of them you know and it was like They'd make they'd make little drinks with orange with orange juice in them, you know. And I remember like you could you could get little you could get protein powder or whatever, put in them, and um, and uh, you could also put an egg in there. I remember. I remember thinking as a little kid, I was like, why would they put an egg in the orange juice? That's fucking gross. Even though I didn't really know the word fuck at that time, because I was just a little I was a little rapscallion, you know. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, you know. I used to go go to the mall with mommy, you know. We go to the Orange Julius, then uh, you know we check out we check out Babbage's. Look at the video games and Babbage's. The, all the games are always like ten bucks more expensive than like Toys R Us, or whatever. So I never I never went shopping there. But I was I always thought Babbage's was like for the rich kids and like something something in my mind was like I thought like they sold like higher quality video games, you know. Even though it's like the same same exact game since they were ten bucks more, I was like wow Babbage's. They must have better games. That's for the rich kids, you know. Then we go to the then we go to the the arcade, you know. It was right next to the right next to the movie theater. You know, I put a couple quarters in Street Fighter 2. And then uh you know, walk by the movie theater there and uh you know, that mall, I think that mall shut down, you know, especially with COVID now. Malls are already already going out of style. Later Mission Viejo Mall. Oh, anyway, um, yeah, I had a, I had a cute little, I had a cute little weekend with Grammy. You know, we, uh, 
went up to her house there near Santa Barbara in this city called Lompoc, which is, uh, you know, uh, it's like there, there's a bunch, it's, it's like a winery town. There's like a bunch of like wineries and um, wine farms. And uh, my aunt has like a little farm out there or something. And um, we went to her farm and she was talking about how she had a cow. And then this, this bull from the other farm uh, broke through the fence and then had sex with her cow. And then her cow got an infection from the sex and died from that. So, like, I don't know if that cow had AIDS or just, like, uh, gonorrhea or whatever. But uh, use a condom, kids, all right? Because, uh, you know, it could, be, it could be you're just a fat cow getting raped by the neighbor's bull. And then you're going to die from infection disease, you know? Apparently that bull's penis had some uh, some bacteria on it, you know, so uh, wear condoms and uh, wash your junk there, kids, you know. And um, anyway, my uh, my aunt, she's like growing chamomile, you know, she wants to be a chamomile farmer. And uh, I like chamomile, it's good, it's good smelling, I don't know if you guys ever drink that chamomile tea. It uh, tastes good, and it kind of makes you a little sleepy, it's good, it's good right before Betty Boober's time, you know. Drink that chamomile, and she's like, oh, I feel, I feel so relaxed. I'm going to go in my hot tub and drink my chamomile tea. And then I'll go to Betty Boopers. You know, so anyway, um, we uh, spent time with Grandma there. You know, Grandma's not doing too hot, of course. You know, I said uh, last time she has uh, stage 4 kidney disease. And, um, of course, my aunt was very worried when she heard that. And that's why that's why she basically called me and my brother and like, uh, you better come visit Grandma because I don't know if she's going to be around there. You know. But, um, you know, Grandma was saying that she's not, it's not, it's not that bad, even though stage four, and, and then I looked it up online, and like, yeah, apparently, even, even in your 80s, with stage four kidney disease, you can live, like, two, two or three more years, and, um, of course, my grandfather did live, like, two more years, but he was getting dialysis, I don't know, I don't know if my grandma's gonna get dialysis or not, but, um. You know, maybe it's not maybe it's not such a death sentence as we thought. You know, we thought maybe she'd only have like a month or something left, but uh you know, maybe she's got a couple more years left, but anyway, grandma's having like uh problems with her feet cuz she's got like gout and like I don't know, some other her feet just aren't working anymore, you know, cuz she's an old woman. She's 88 years old. She uh she said that pretty much every hour. Any time we're talking to her like Hey, Grandma, you want to watch the football game? And she's like, I'm 88 years old. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. Can we... Where's the remote? You know? Um, so... Anyway, um... So, yeah, Grandma was uh, not too mobile there. You know, couldn't move around too much. Um, but uh, it, was good it, was good, it was good spending time with her. You know, I noticed... Uh, you know, I was talking about last time, like, the... Um, People, people reflecting on their life, like how, how he always, there's always like really happy or really upset old people. And I wouldn't say grandma's really upset, but um, she seemed like worried. She seemed really worried. Like, like something bad was going to happen very soon, you know, besides her impending death. But um, she just seemed a little... Uh, a little worried. No, she she was like worried about politics and stuff. You know, of course, a lot of old people are worried about politics. And um, since Grandma has nothing to do all day except for sit in her apartment and uh, watch CNN, 
I understand how she's worried about politics you now. She's she's very um she likes Biden, you know. She she always liked Biden. And she's she's talking about how Trump is going to get she's like Trump's going to jail. I'm like, "Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm sure he I'm sure he will, grandma, you know." And she's like, Nancy Pelosi's going to save America. I'm like, yep, that's, oh, all right, Grandma, that's, yeah, I'm sure she will, you know. Like, I didn't want to get too, <laughs> there was a point in the night where, like, my, my brother had drunk a bottle of wine there, and he was, like, talking with my grandma about politics, and I was just, I was just thinking, like, uh, like, I don't know, what's the point here, really, you know? We're never going to convince, we're never going to convince Grandma of anything, you know? Why don't we just, everything she says, just be yes, man. She's like, yep, that's right, Grandma, you know? Cause there was there was kind of one uncomfortable moment where uh, where Grandma like was sort of getting upset because we we were trying to tell her that most politicians are just corrupt corrupt assholes you know we don't like any of them I mean my brother we don't like any we don't we don't like any of them and Grandma was like no some of them are good you know and and we're like oh, I don't know I don't know pretty much I don't know power corrupts you know and uh, anyway I kind of you know. Kind of wish we hadn't had that conversation. Probably should have just been more yes men like, but um, uh, yeah. Another another funny thing there is uh, grandma's uh, <laughs> grandma can't hear so good. You know, her her hearing is pretty much gone, and um, it's like we had to yell. We had to pretty much yell anytime we're talking to her, and then like. <laughs> She would like she would like get upset. She's like, "Why are you yelling at me?" And we're like, "Well, Grandma, we have to yell because you can't hear us." She's like, "But you look upset." I'm like, "No, we're not upset. We just we just have to yell because you won't put your hearing aids in." You know, that was another thing. She wouldn't she wouldn't use her hearing aids. She kept trying to tell us that like her her hearing aids were um were they weren't designed for her. You know. She was like, you know how glasses, glasses change the light. You can't wear other people's glasses. And these, these hearing aids weren't designed for me. And me and my brother were like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's not how it works, Grandma. Pretty sure they just amplify the sound. And uh, you just got to turn them on, you know. Because actually what happened is the battery was dead, you know. But uh, Grandma wasn't, she wouldn't take our word for it. We're like, no, Grandma, I'm pretty sure the battery's just dead. You got to replace the battery. And she's like, no. No, they won't work for me. They definitely will never work for me. I'm like, Grandma, let's replace the batteries and put them in your ear so we don't have to yell. And she's like, no, not doing that. <laughs> and we're like, all right, well, I guess we'll just keep yelling. And she's like, well, why are you upset? I'm like, we're not upset. We're just yelling. And, um, you know, there, there was so many times during during the during the little stay there where, like, Grandma couldn't hear what we were saying, and she would get upset. You know, she'd be like, "What? What?" She'd get upset that she couldn't hear. You know, it's like, "Well, Grandma, put, if you're if you're upset that you can't hear, then put the hearing aids in." You know. Anyway, you know, fun antics with old people. Fun antics with old people. Oh God, I hope. Uh, I can't imagine what I'm gonna be like at that age. You know. I'll probably be I'll probably be still rallying, you know, if 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 central banks still exist, you know, I'll be like ninety eight years old. I'll just be like, oh, it's goddamn central banks. I tried to warn you, kids. After World War Four, 
we had to abolish it. You know, they'll be they'll be establishing like the new the new central bank of the world. I'm like, God damn it. I tried to warn you guys about the global banking mafia 50 years ago. How come no one listens to me? Um anyway, uh that was uh that was fun. You know, it was kind of sad to see sad my grandma looked really sad when we were leaving, you know, cuz probably shouldn't know if that would be the last time we she saw us or whatever. But uh that was uh that's a uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what else to say other than she looked really sad as we were leaving, you know. I guess because she's lonely. You know, she kept telling me. She's like, you can come stay up here with me. You can come live with me. I was like, uh, yeah, that that sounds tempting. But, um, I don't want to... Lompoc is fucking boring. You know? It's, it's outside of Santa Barbara. You know how boring Santa Barbara is? Well, this place is more boring. Because there's, there's nothing here except for wine farms. You know? Anyway, uh, check it out, Lompoc. You can see the wine farms. Uh, apparently, like, Michael Jackson's estate is near that place, so you can go see where he touched all those little kids. Um, of course, then when I got back, I, uh, got to watch the fights, UFC 256. Oh, man, what a, what awesome, there's some, there's some, uh, there's some good, first of all, I'll just talk about the main event there, you know, uh, Figueredo versus, uh, Moreno. Oh, man, well, that, was a, that was a great fight, one of the best fights of the year, holy moly. Holy moly, it's people that don't know. About these flyweights, man. That was such a great fight. They were just... They were just brawling. They were just smashing each other's faces, man. There were so many... God, there was this one, like, spinning back kick that Figueredo did to Moreno. Just kicked him straight in the stomach. God, it must have hurt so bad. Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, and then Moreno was... He was holding his own, man. That guy that guy could just kept taking punches and just kept moving forward. And uh, he got some good shots off on... Uh, Figueredo there, and, um, you know, I like watching, Figueredo's great, because he kind of fights, like, sort of a karate style, like, uh, Conor McGregor, except he's even shorter, but he's got kind of that same style, and, uh, it's, it's fun to watch, you know, it's interesting to watch, you know, but, uh, Moreno also exposed how Figueredo doesn't really have that good wrestling, like, he got taken down, like, three times, three or four times, yeah, so, exposed his weakness there, you know? And um, it also goes to show, like, if Demetrius Johnson was still in the division, he would, or or Triple C, they'd probably beat both those guys, no problem. But, um, yeah, that, you know, that's one thing that was, that was problematic about Mighty Mouse. He was just so much better than everybody in that division. It, it didn't make it interesting. The fights weren't really interesting, because he would just dominate. And um, really the only interesting fight was him versus Cejudo that second time. And that one that one was really a draw, but they gave it to Cejudo anyway. Um, and this fight, too, with um, Figueredo, it, it ended up being a draw because uh, Figueredo got a point taken away for kicking the dude in the balls really hard. Like, <laughs> it, it didn't really seem accidental. I mean, it probably was accidental, but, like, there was, like, a split second there where he could have pulled his kick, but instead he just smashed it right into the guy's balls. Uh, so I got a point taken away for that. Um, but yeah, I agree. I, I think I think round two and four went to Moreno. He dominated those rounds, and then Figueredo. See, the thing is, like, Moreno really dominated round two and four, and Figueredo won one, two, and three. 
but it wasn't complete dominance, you know? But as far as, like, the end of the fight, the damage, Moreno had, like, I want to say a broken orbital and, like, a broken forearm. Like, he had he had more damage, so. I really think they should uh, do even number of rounds and then and then add an extra point for the fight overall. I think that'd be, that'd be much better, you know? But, um, anyway, that was a great fight. I hope they do it again, man. That was one of the most fun fights to watch. Uh, then, of course, we had uh, Oliveira versus uh, Tony Ferguson. Yeah. And um, a lot of people say that uh, Oliveira is uh, a clone of Tony Ferguson. Like, they look they look exactly... He looks... Oliveira looks more like Tony Ferguson than Tony Ferguson does. <laughs> like, what you imagine in your head, what Tony Ferguson looks like. That's what Oliveira looks like. Anyway, uh, he uh, he totally dominated Tony Ferguson there. You know, He dominated him on the ground. The, his jiu-jitsu was so much better. So that was one thing... Tony Ferguson's known for his jiu-jitsu, but he just got totally shut down by Oliveira. And um, I think it's a combination of things, you know. Tony's pretty old. Uh, he's just not in his prime anymore, and Oliveira is in his prime. And, uh, you know, once you pass 35, you, you drop fast, man. And uh, Tony's been able to fight these last couple of years, but he's really, I mean, his age is just, and, and also that, that beating he took from, from uh, Gaethje, like, I mean, he he fought way too soon. Since that, I mean, he need he need to give his head some time to rest there. You know, those he got multiple concussions from that. Uh, I don't think. And he's just, it's just, it's just, he doesn't have any more time. You know, his uh, time, time is a cruel, time is a cruel master. You know, Tony, and uh, of course, we'll never get to see Tony versus Khabib, which. Um, even if it happened this, even yeah, I'm pretty convinced. Even if it happened this year, Khabib would have dominated him. Now, I mean, now it's pretty obvious that that's what would have happened. But who knows what would have happened? Like when it was originally supposed to take place, like four years ago, when Tony was still in his prime, you know, and not an old man now, not old man Tony. But uh, yeah, props to Tony Ferguson. He threw he threw some spinning elbows this time, which he's known for, you know. And, uh, oh, God, the, the, that was another thing, too, is he got in an arm bar right at the end of the first round, and pretty much that had to destroy all the ligaments. Like, <laughs> it was so deep, and Tony just didn't tap. He just, like, let the guy break his arm, and then he pretty much didn't use it the rest of the fight, so he was fighting the rest of the fight with one arm. But... Yeah, I remember DC was talking about how he couldn't even look, and I couldn't even look, too. I was like, oh, God, I had to look away, you know? And, uh, yeah, man, that's uh, that's a bummer. I think I think uh, Tony should retire, man, or he shouldn't be fighting even top ten guys anymore, you know? It's just, uh, uh, I don't know. I think I think Tony Ferguson is probably going to fight forever, though. He's going to be one of those guys that just never stops, no matter how many times he gets beat. He's going to be like Anderson Silva, just lose eight in a row. Because he, he just got that mentality that he won't. Plus he, plus he has, he has, um, what do you call it? He has psychosis sometimes. Tony Ferguson does. He takes anti-psychosis medication. I think it's because he's gotten hit in the head too many times. But Anyway, uh, enough about him. Some other, some other interesting fights there was Kevin Holland versus uh, Jacare Souza there. He, like, he was on his back. Like, Jacare had mounted him, and he's on his back, 
and he throws his right hook right in the forehead. And then Jacare like falls backwards and he's on his knees, like falling. I've never seen anything like this. Like this this weird position they were in. Like Jacare Souza, he's on his knees, falling backwards, and then he kind of gets stuck there. And Kevin Holland just keeps punching him in the face and knocks him out. But he's like he's like leaning back. He's like le- he's on his knees leaning back. So his body can't touch the canvas, you know? Because you ever do like that yoga pose where you stretch your quads, you know, if you're on if you're on your knees and like leaning backwards? It was the it was the weirdest position I've ever seen. And it was kind of reminiscent too of even when Tony Ferguson fought. That was another weird positioning fight. It was like they were grappling one time and like Tony Ferguson was on his head with his like legs up in the air, like twisted up like a C, like the letter C. And uh Yeah, it was it was a night of weird positions, you know. But anyway, check that guy out, Kevin Holland. He looks he looks pretty good. You know, he's he's won his last five fights or something. I was checking out his record. He hasn't really fought he hasn't really fought too many killers there, but um, he seems like interesting. He he's fought like five times this year. So yeah, he he uh, called out uh, Kazmat Hazmat suit GMF. You know, because they're both they're both they've fought the most this year. So we'll see. That'll be an interesting fight. And then of course um, this guy. Gain, Gain, Gane, Gan, Gan. Okay, his name's spelled G-A-N-E, and he's French, but I think they were pronouncing it like Gan, Gain, Gain, Gane. I don't, even, I don't even know, man. But uh, this guy's undefeated, and uh, he looked really good against against JDS. There, he looked, uh, he looked sharp. He looked like, he, you know, he was like a technical striker, and that's really rare for uh, heavyweights there. So check out that guy. He's. Uh, He's uh he's coming up, dude. Yeah, that's what's cool about this UFC is I you got to see got to see some new guy. I became a fan of all these guys. The Gain dude, the uh, Kevin Holland, Moreno, all them. I'm I'm fans of them now. The new the the new hot commodities. Anyway, holy shit, this is a long ass podcast, huh? This is a long ass podcast. What is this a Joe? Is this a Joe Rogan experience? Three hour podcast? What is this? What is this thing? Or right, and, and and anyway, one one uh, one thing real quick. One one more uh, one more real quick thing that I want to get off my mind before I uh, before I end this podcast is that the um, so we I recorded the sets of all the all the comedians that performed at my house the other day, and then I'm trying to like I'm trying to like upload the files to Google Drive there so I can so they can download them there. You know, and originally the files were like three gigabytes each, and it's like oh god, this is way too. This, I mean, Google Drive only limits you to 15 gigabytes, you know? So it's like, okay, I got to reduce these. So I use this this program, DaVinci Resolve, to um, to reduce uh, from 1080p to 720p. And now they're like they're like 1.5 gigabytes. And uh, and each rendering takes like a half hour. And there's like 70 guys. So I, I spent like three and a half hours rendering these. And then like I, got up, I go to upload them to Google Drive, right? I got to upload the files, and it's like estimated time. It's like 100, 140 hours. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Google? What's this upload speed? 20, what, 28 kilobytes per second? What is this? What, am I on a dial-up modem? You going to tell me 140 hours to upload 10 gigabytes? Is that what you're telling me, Eric Schmidt? Um, anyway, uh, so that was that was pretty frustrating, and I, uh, I, don't, I don't understand, like, why upload speeds are so goddamn slow for... Uh, for the Google there, anyway. So um, I uh, I go I go on YouTube and I see it. I'm looking for how I can compress these files even further, you know. And 
So I go on these YouTube tutorials for DaVinci Resolve and like, this guy's like, oh, just, just click here and you can hit your export settings and you can lower the quality, you know, and so I click all those buttons. And then it's another one of those, another one of those fucking things in the YouTube tutorials where what they have on their screen doesn't appear on my screen, right? I don't know if I'm using a different version or what, but I click the button to go on their settings and they're like, just change this setting. And that setting isn't even, it's not even an option on my program. It's like, God damn it. Why, why don't these buttons, why? Anyway, uh, thinking about, thinking about changing careers, becoming a movie editor. Uh, if anybody knows anybody in Hollywood, you know, if there's a Weinstein dick I gotta suck, just, just point me in the direction of the dick. I'll suck it. Because I want to work in Hollywood and be a big, bright, shining star. You know, anyway, thanks for listening. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow.